0: A reading from St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 18. Jesus spoke to his disciples, If your brother or sister sins against you, go and point out the fault when the two of you are alone. If he or she listens to you, you have regained your brother or sister. But if the person does not listen, take one or two others along with you so that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If the person refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if that person refuses to listen even to the church, let such a one be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth, will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you, if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. One of the duties and responsibilities of baptized Christians is to witness the truth. This is the office of the prophet, which is shared by all the baptized along with the offices of the priest and the king. But this office of the prophet doesn't usually bring us welcome or popularity. Especially when it comes to fraternal corrections, many prophets had to endure resistance and hostility from their people many prophets of the old testament were murdered by israeli authorities john the baptist was beheaded for having warned herod of his adulterous marriage with herodias what jesus teaches in this sunday's gospel is also about fraternal correction Anyone who has tried to point out the faults and sins of one's friends or families will know how uncomfortable it can be and what kind of negative reactions one can expect. There are few things that make us give up fraternal correction. First and foremost, when we ourselves are not sure of the truth, we hesitate to speak of the truth. In other words, when we are not convinced of certain teachings of Christ and the Church, we keep silent on actual violations of the teachings, even if outwardly we say we accept those teachings. Just think about sexual morality among Christians of our times. Secondly, when we are not convinced of the consequences of sins, We don't step out to stop our families and friends from committing sins. Idolatry and immorality are not only wrong because they are against God's will, but also dangerous because they result in the unhappiness of life and end up with God's punishment. Many Christians of our times accept relativistic views of happiness, while they are ignorant of hell. Many Christians wish God would accept anything and everyone, no matter what they do, so that they don't have to say anything to their families and friends. Thirdly, when we fear any negative reactions of fraternal correction, we keep silent. This fear could be a psychological huddle but it could also indicate a lack of true love. If parents only want to avoid any negative reaction of their children, they cannot teach much. St. John tells us that love removes fear. If we choose to hold our tongues upon our friends' sins, we should ask whether we truly love them. Can I say that I love them? While I just watch them walking to perdition. Fraternal correction essentially witnesses the truth. And the truth of God requires faith. Therefore, fraternal correction calls for faith. Without faith, we don't understand Christ's teachings and precepts. Without faith, we cannot discern the danger and consequences of sins. Without faith, our love remains only at the human level. If we have difficulties to witness the truth before our beloved ones, let us examine ourselves of our faith. Let us pray that the Lord increase our faith so that we may witness the truth to liberate our beloved ones from their sins.